And we are back, and we are the Run Duo. I am Tommy Mitchell. What's up, guys? I am India Cook. Hey, how you doing today, India? I said the cook this time. <laughs> I'm doing well, Tommy. How are you? Well, I'm, India, today you can cut off the cook. We, I'll cut off the Mitchell. I'll just start saying Tommy, so you What's can put up so it'll be balanced. <laughs> So you don't have to say cook no more. I don't have to like sing it. Sing <laughs> yeah, my like, last name. India. <laughs> um, oh, yes. Anyway, what's going on, India? It's Nothing. only been two weeks, but it's, it seems like it's been longer. Okay, um, so it seems like it's been longer because we didn't technically record on the usual Tuesdays that we record. Yeah, so true. That's what made it a little bit longer. So True. We dropped the live podcast and we hope y'all listened to that because it was, I went back and listened and it was a very fun episode. So yeah, a lot of people, anytime we do a live one, we talk to a lot of different people. So that's always, you know, fun to, you know, get different people on the, on one podcast. So Mm -hmm. um, that's always cool that that we don't get to do a lot of times when we're just sitting at our houses. Um, But hey, India, what, what, first, before we even get going, let's, let's talk about the 10K that's coming, not the one that just passed. Let's talk about the yes. 10K coming. Yes. So we want to give a huge shout out to Lululemon and definitely sponsoring this episode. We appreciate it. And if y'all are living under a rock, come on out because Lululemon is having a 10K taking place here in Atlanta on October 22nd. And if you're not in Atlanta and you may be closer, uh, is that? No, I was going to say a different part of the world, but in Texas, they are having a the 10K as well. The Lululemon 10K is taking place in Houston, Texas on November the 13th. But we are hype about it. I know that registration is still open. So definitely go on over and register for that race. The link, link is in our bio. It is in Lululemon's bio. It is in my bio, like everyone's bio. Go on over and register. It's going to be a, what I consider definitely a party on the pavement. It's going to be a good time. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Now, before we get too far into our shenanigans, we got a great guest that we're going to have yes. later, um, Shannon Booker. So, you know, hold on, listen to him or, you know, skip over the shenanigans, go straight to him, whatever y'all whatever you decide, whatever you want to do, <laughs> listen to him, then come back and listen to us, whatever you want to do, it's up yes. to you. Um, but speaking of the 10K, that's going to be, uh, do we want to tell them now? Do we tell them now about the good news that we received since the last time we did a podcast, I think we should tell them. We now, should tell them. That's kind of it's kind of big. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, your girl and your boy are gonna be running NYC marathon. Um, yeah. So that's gonna be cool. <laughs> this is my first New York City marathon. I'm so yes. excited. It will be both of our first. We are really yeah. excited uh, to be running New York City marathon. Listen, y'all. New York City is. I mean, I think it's like obviously it's a world major so that's a big deal but it is up there as far as crowd excitement I have cheered on New York City Marathon twice and it's just a good time so Mm -hmm. we are really hyped to be running New York City Marathon in November of this year so we are in training mode this week that y'all hear this episode this is our first week of training so we are really excited to be running New York City Marathon. And I mean, maybe not as excited for the training, but it's going to be also <laughs> worth it. So that means we'll have all the content for you all. And our shenanigans will be all about how we're feeling about training. Um, and maybe exactly. some other stuff. <laughs> exactly. I mean, because right now in the ATL, it is hot. Yes. So, that yes. you know, I, I'm, I'm getting my training first thing. In, even before the sun comes up, it's already so 
humid um, mm-hmm. when you're out there running. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to running New York City. Um, I, I've already told myself I'm not running any other marathons except for world majors. Right. So I'm so happy I got, I'm getting a chance to run New York this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but India, I mean, what, what, what's your, cause you coach India. Have you already set <laughs> and, and started putting together your plan? My plan is mapped out for all okay. weeks. Um, <laughs> it is already mapped out. I actually did that last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so funny because right now, so typically when I coach my clients, I coach them in final surge platform. So it's a training platform that that it's an app, it's a training platform. So when my clients can just go into the app and see their plans and like look at it and we can communicate in there, I can put stuff on the dashboard and all that good stuff. But for me, y'all, I went straight old school. Take me back to the Excel document. Um, I just want to see, or Google Sheets. I I use Excel for myself because no one else needs to see it. But like, I literally sat down and mapped everything out. And I appreciate being a coach right now and making my own plan because I can add in, I can switch things around. I know how busy my life is, like bridal showers mm-hmm. and all the wedding stuff. And all I was just telling Tommy, I'm doing a running retreat in September. So there's so many things that are happening. Um, but I need to see the full 18 weeks all together at once. Um, I know a lot of a lot of times when I coach clients, I feed them four weeks at a time. But mm-hmm. for me as a client, I like to have all 18. So yes, my plan is already made. It is on an Excel sheet. I will probably print it out this weekend. I'm looking, I keep looking to the left because my Chicago, my training plan that I made myself from Chicago, um, my 20, my first marathon, I still have that. And it's, mm-hmm. so it's, it's similar. It looks similar to that. Um, I will say that I'm stepping back to the a novice training plan, meaning I'm not stacking myself um, as much as I would, even though this will be my technical fourth marathon. Um mm-hmm. I am pulling myself back just because I'm still still coming back. Um, I'm not where I was when I ran my first marathon and I'm giving myself grace on that. But, you know, I was injured for a good amount of time last year, you know, going through some things and just really wanting to take it slow. So I am easing into a novice. I'm trying to make sure that I get my stretching, my foam rolling, my strength training and my cross training in. Like I am not slacking on those things. So I am trying to make sure that I get all of that in, including my miles. So heck yeah, I completely understand that. Um uh, what myself, about you? I'm uh <laughs> actually I was planning on using, you know, the peace tree as my first like training race. Uh, I mean yes, training run. That training was my run. long run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I was planning on just pacing this, but it was so hot. I don't think I really got. It. All I got out of that run was like sweat. I probably lost yeah. about four pounds um, from being out there at the Peace Tree. But um, I, I'm, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm not definitely not, you know, running Hanson or anything like that for this because mm-hmm. I'm not in that kind of shape and right. I don't have that kind of time. Um, mm-hmm. So time more than anything else, I think, is what really is going to affect my training. But mm-hmm. I'm going to just do a basic, you know, novice, um, you know, marathon 18 week training plan. Uh, mm-hmm. I think on it, I run 20 miles twice, I want to say. I have okay. to go back and look. I think I run 20 twice. Um, okay. But it does not include um, the speed work that I, I usually would have on my more okay. advanced training. So I don't right. have a lot of speed work in it. I don't have a lot of tempo runs. It's more of a, hey, let's get to the point where I can run 26 miles and finish standing up kind of thing right. is what I'm looking for. 
So, you know, what's interesting that you said, as far as running 20 twice. So for me, I will be running 20 once, but Mm -hmm. this is, I had a conversation with another, another coach about this recently. So for people, for individuals, and I'm a, I'm a nerd out real quick. So for individuals that run more or so 10 minute miles or more, meaning 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, whatever minute Mm -hmm. miles or more, there is usually a cap that some coaches don't want to allow their clients to run for three hours plus. So that means that when an individual that runs a 12 minute mile, more than likely their training will potentially cap out at like 15 miles. They might not get to that, Mm -hmm. that, that 20 20 miler because Mm -hmm. they're going to be well into over three miles trying to get to a 20 miler. So I am that runner. So for me, like there's options that coaches can do. So you can either load someone's miles up earlier in the week to ensure that they're still getting the volume that they need instead Mm -hmm. of running over three hours on a long run for that 20 miler, or excuse me, you can do double, you can do back-to-back long runs. So that means that you do a long run on a Saturday, long run on Sunday to kind of feel like you had that bulk, tired leg type things running for the long run. Yeah. Um, or you can just, you know, like, like I said, higher, higher volume throughout the week. So for me, I personally don't mind because I know myself running over the three hours. Um, but I know that sometimes in coaching people, you don't. And for me, I feel like one twenty miler is good for me. Oh yeah. Um, so it's just really interesting because as I'm doing my training plan and kind of coaching myself through this process, I'm thinking about all those things. Like, what would you do? But then when you know yourself, it just looks a little different. <laughs> like, I know I can yeah, do this. I, I know what, this. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, also, it's not like this is, even though you may be running a novice program, it's not your first marathon. So you mm-hmm. understand what, what you're getting the ready complexity. to do. Yeah. I know what it's, you know it I know what's, exactly. what I'm getting myself into. Whereas exactly. when you're a new marathoner, you don't realize the bulk of the hours and the yeah. time, the commitment, the nutrition, the discipline, everything that comes along with it. So exactly. But wish us luck um, on our adventure and anybody else that's running New York city. Hey, holla. Please let, holler let us at us. Yeah. We have not announced this yet. So y'all are hearing it first. <laughs> I haven't announced it on my social. I think I've talked to a couple people, but y'all are hearing it first that we are actually running New York City Marathon. So the cat is out the bag. <laughs> so if you're running, definitely hit us up. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but let's talk about Peachtree. Oh my goodness. Because let me tell you something. You know, all over the place. I don't know how you were still out there, dude. <laughs> it was hot as Hades out there. I ain't gonna lie to you. I got my shirt. And, and I walked, I walked through Piedmont right out the back. Yeah. I ran into the real runners of Atlanta. Um okay. they the three of them happened to be coming out of okay. the uh tavern. Yeah. Um and I said, hey, how y'all doing? And kept on moving. I was like, dude, I, I, I got to get to the crib because it was yeah. sweltering out there. Yeah, it was definitely a very hot day. Um, and well, I'll just say this. I know people are going to ask. Braxton did not run the Peachtree. Unfortunately, um, there are some stuff that took place that didn't allow him to run Peachtree. So he did not run Peachtree. And for the picture that was posted, that was Brad and his twin who did do Peachtree with his, <laughs> his fiance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was not him. But yes, it was super, super hot. I was able to do Peachtree. I'll just say do Peachtree. Do Peachtree with my friend Ayana. Um, and we had a really good time doing it. But Tommy, when I tell you, 
when we were at the starting line, so I didn't start in my wave. I ended up starting further, starting further back. As soon as I want to say that we were like 0.1.2 from the starting line, and mm-hmm. we saw this lady getting serious medical attention. Like she was getting oh, wow. Yeah, it was, it was, it was to the point where it made me nervous. And I was like, oh no, I'm taking today slowly. But mm-hmm. I will also say that as soon as I before we even started, I was drenched in sweat. Like there wasn't. I hadn't run anywhere. We were just kind of walking and standing around. We had been there. I had been there since like 6.30 and my corral didn't take off till like 8, um, 15 or so. So it was kind of one of those things where I had been out and around, but y'all, it was hot. 91% humidity. It was 80 degrees. So it was definitely warm. So I definitely took my time. The first three miles did a little run walk. And then the last three miles, I did a little stroll. <laughs> exactly exactly but i you know regardless of the heat and the humidity there were a lot of people out there cheering people on. yes it was mm-hmm. good I, did you feel like it was back to kind of what it was pre-pandemic I, I didn't see as many people handing out beer but other than that i think people were out there i didn't see as many you know the wild groups but you know what i this is probably one of the later times i've ever run in okay. the peace tree um yeah. the corrals so I, I, you know, I don't know what it usually looks like. I, I've usually been a little bit further up where people have a lot more energy because it just started. You know, people yes. probably been out there for a minute. Um, yeah. By the time so they, I came they through, they see the elites come through, yeah. and the elites started at I want to say seven. So it was mm-hmm. kind of one of those things where, yeah, it was, it was. They have been out there a while. So no, I definitely understand that. I feel like it was closer to what it was. I feel like it's almost there. I feel like I didn't see as many of my people as I usually would see. There used to be this big picture in front of um, Mm -hmm. the Nike store that we do, but that was even smaller than usual. So I feel like we're slowly getting there. Hopefully by next year, we'll be back with the the full drone of numbers. Well, also, because, you know, even, even Heather said, she didn't see as many people posting photos from what she called the old group of, you know, the run, you know, run family, everybody mm-hmm. posting. And a lot of them didn't run it. A lot of people, you know, went to Essence. A lot of people did other things this 4th of July. Right, um, right. But it was still, you know, a big crowd of people, you know. So I was like, yeah, you know, maybe people have gotten, you know, people who've run it, you know, 13, 14, 15 times. They're decided over to do it. Some, yeah, not over it, but you <laughs> might want to skip it. You know, you might want to skip okay a year. With skipping it. Yeah, again. yeah, like ah, uh, you know, I'll do it again. You know, later, yeah. but I want to do something different. You know, for the fourth this year, um, and so that might have had something to do with it. But still, I, I think it was great. I saw a few people that I knew. I didn't see as many as I usually do, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't hang. I didn't like stand around. You know, and hang yeah. out. You know, um, but during the I, weekend, I did. You know, at, at the uh, at the expo. Um, we the did expo the Peachtree Junior. Yeah. yeah, it was a nice expo. I, I did like it. wasn't a whole lot of vendors, but it was still very, was very well put together. It was a lot more than it was the previous year. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciated seeing more vendors. I feel like I've seen more vendors. I appreciated Adidas coming through with their gear and yeah. uh, allowing it to be customized. And then, you know, Atlanta Track Club had their own separate gear. So I felt like the the... I feel like there was more interactive things to do with the expo this year. And it yeah. was more, it was, it definitely had a different vibe. It was mm-hmm. more lively. Um, so I really appreciated that. And I saw Peachtree Jr. I saw Trey doing his thing. Y'all got y'all yeah. little runner on your hand. Well, we don't know what sport <laughs> he's going to do because he like it all. But, <laughs> but yeah, like it he was, had a good time. 
um, the Peachtree Junior was definitely put together well. Um, I saw some other people with their kids out there, other runner parents, you know, with their kids out there as well. Um, it was fun. Trey had a good time. Um, it was hot that day too. Heather was like, good. She was like, you gonna run in this? I was like, yes, it's, it's definitely gonna be hot. But um, so during the whole weekend, I did get to see quite a few people. It's just the day of, I don't think I saw yeah. as many people as I usually do. Yeah. And I just want to say, I, I hope that everyone um, is okay from Peachtree. There was, I think the news said about 180 medical emergencies yeah. Yeah. Um, and six hospitalizations from participants of the Peachtree. So you guys, it was really hot out there. And this is just for anybody, not even that's racing, but just these, the heat and humidity. Take your time. If you're not feeling it, step back on your pace. And if it is that you need to run in the morning or skip a day, whatever it is, just be safe. Be safe. Yeah. Exactly. Because I don't think, I mean, because eventually they went to red as far as their caution. I think when I started, it was already at red. Yeah. Caution. I don't mm -hmm. think, do you recall another time that it's gone to red? Yes. Okay. Okay. You, you know, I've been running since 08 though. So yeah, I do <laughs> know other times that it has gone to red for caution. Yep. So I do, I don't remember what year, but I feel like I have had that. Mm -hmm. I've only known one other year that it was that hot. But I didn't feel it as much, I don't think. But yeah, this year I definitely felt it. Also, when you're training for the Peace Street, you can't just change for the race. You got to train for the walk to get to your corral. You got to train for the walk from Piedmont to get back to Midtown or get back to your car. No, seriously. <laughs> that's and a I know serious that, walk. That is one of the reasons why some people, I know some people that traditionally have run the Peachtree mm -hmm. and they just feel like the before and after to even run the race is too much for them um, because it well, is a lot. It is a it lot. It is an early morning. It's getting mm -hmm. up four or five o'clock in the morning to get down there. You might not take off to 7.30 or 8. Um there is this is a lot and then of course they did have parking at the starting line this year but then you still have to get back to the starting line because it's a point-to-point -point race and not an yeah. out and back so it's kind of one of those things where that's still that yeah. um so if anything i would prefer parking at the finish and then y'all yeah. shuttle us to the beginning <laughs> yeah. i think that that would make more sense and be more efficient as far as like pleasing people as far as the parking situation because it is really difficult um but i know that 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 looks a little different as well because it is literally a a, a big walk to get to um get to the finish so yeah. i mean to get to get home after you finish already yeah. a, a and it's uphill six yeah. miles yeah it is uphill but yeah. i usually what i would do is i'll park down um toward the not not over there by the school but um further across the street across peach tree Mm -hmm. um, I'll usually park over there and then take Marta to the start line. Mm -hmm. So when I'm done, I can just walk to the car and get in and I'm, yeah. I'm out. I forgot. You know what? I don't know what it was this year. I, I just, it's totally slipped my mind what I usually do. I parked at uh, Brookhaven and took mm -hmm. Marta to the start line, but then taking Marta back to Brookhaven. Oh my God. It was, yeah. you know, you're Braxton, sweating yeah. and you're just like, oh my God, it's too much. It's too much. Yeah, Braxton picked me up and dropped me off this year. So <laughs> there you go. I was like, I was like, thank you. He dropped me off at Lenox. He dropped me off at Lenox train station as far as we could drive up the road. Yeah. You know, they they closed that road off. Yeah. So he dropped me off there and then he picked me up down past Park Tavern. I was, okay. I was you know, I just walked down just a little bit past mm -hmm. Park Tavern and he was able to get me there. So it was a lot of people there trying to get lifts and Ubers because you kind of have to yeah, walk you find further. A, from yeah, the you gotta find a place. To get yeah. it. 
Yeah, but it works. But there was a lot of people that were out of town coming to Atlanta to run the race. I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, it definitely is a different experience, especially for it to be a 10K race. Like a lot of people expect this type of production for a marathon or a half, but it is a mm-hmm. 10K race. And it's like this every year. And they were we were able to do 46,000 runners. Usually it's 60,000. So we were still down some people from usual yeah. years. So yeah. But I, you know what? I didn't notice the difference. Even yeah, though I feel like yeah. it was back to numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really notice the difference between now. Okay, I will say this. Maybe the corrals weren't as big. Mm-hmm. I did kind of see that. So maybe the corrals weren't as big as usual. But once you were on the course, it, it felt like a you know a regular peach tree. Definitely. What do you think of the shirt? Definitely. So I was, oh my gosh, I am so hyped that it's a tech shirt. Like yeah. I don't know how many, I think that you and I have talked about this for several years. Oh, I've been like, saying that for a while. Like, yeah. Yeah, just, just like they need shirt. to give us a tech shirt, especially mm-hmm. if they want us to wear it, like to run or whatever, to mm-hmm. promote Peachtree, it needs to be a tech shirt. So I'm glad that it's a tech shirt. Um, I kind of felt like the design's a little busy for the color and stuff, but I feel like it was still like a nice shirt. I wore it to mm-hmm. run in it yesterday. Um, and I'm glad it's a tech shirt, a little Adidas. I feel like Adidas really yeah. like- is elevated Atlanta track club at this point. So oh, most I'm, definitely. Yeah. I'm definitely pleased with the shirt and the stuff that we've, you know, been able to get through. Yeah, I like, I didn't like the color. I mean, I just don't like pastel colors. So right. I didn't really like the color, but the shirt itself, I did mm-hmm. like, I like the little stripes, you know, the little Dita stripes they have on yeah. there. Gives a, gives a little, give it a little something, you know, yeah. it's not, not so plain anymore. So I look forward to years, you know, coming, uh, what, what they're what able to do with be. it. Yeah, what they can yeah. do with it. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. I was so happy that we got the peaches back this year. So that is a tradition <laughs> that yeah. we actually get peaches. I could mm-hmm. not eat mine then when I got it. It was a little hard, uh, but I, <laughs> I did eat it this morning. So because it softened up, it was just right and ready to go. So definitely nice and juicy. So I was excited to get the peaches back as well. Good to hear. So. Good to hear. Now, I will say this about the shirts. Mm-hmm. Some people may beg to differ. So because I'm not in the beginning corrals, there are so many runners that get their shirts. They're in the yeah. beginning corrals. They're like seated or ABC corral. And by the time I'm coming through, they're done. And they're like running the course backwards. Yeah. And the shirt is revealed by them. And I get so pissed because I'm like, I don't want to see the shirt. Like I want the reveal <laughs> just like you got the reveal. Now I know that there's some people that don't care about the reveal of the shirt, but like for me, that's the excitement. Like, oh, who won? And at the finish line, but y'all, these people be running back. They done changed their shirt and they put yeah. on the shirt. And now the reveal is because I see y'all running the opposite. Well, you know what was really cool though? The fact that the shirt looks so snazzy I didn't realize it was a peach tree shirt. Okay. Like I thought it was a shirt they had, they had purchased. They had purchased. Yeah. Okay. Because, okay. you know, stripes and everything. I was like, oh, yeah, those are cool. And I get to, oh, that's the actual shirt. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Because, yeah, there was definitely quite a few people with theirs on, you know, like you said, walking back or, you know, running back or whatever. But yeah, I don't think there's much we can do about that one. Anymore. Right. Yeah. I think that <laughs> I just have to cough it up and just say, hey, I will you know <laughs> just don't try not to look like it was at two at a point where I was like I don't want to look when I but then I was like okay so it's a blue shirt okay it has the stripes on the sleeves okay now I see this so I was like oh well it's spoiled 
But yeah, it was a good time. I think that, you know, there were some things that could be a little different. I definitely was searching for electrical electrolytes because it was so hot. Um, I feel like that is something that could have, that could be added to the process is Mm -hmm. that electrolytes on the course. And then I don't know if you noticed, but water was only on the right side of the road on the, of the course. And so it was almost as if you had to like cross, cross over to get it. So that was Mm -hmm. a little, I usually run on the left. I never run on the right, but I usually Mm -hmm. run on the left. And so every time I needed water, I did carry a handheld, but Mm -hmm. I was searching for electrolytes. I was like, can we get some power some something? Cause it was so hot y'all that I was like, my body needs it. So I finally yeah. passed a guy that was handing out pop, um, suckers. And I was like, oh my God, please give me a sucker because this is going to be my my energy that I need. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that that's something that they could they could add in there. Oh yeah, I, 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 I my handheld was full of Gatorade. So yeah, I wasn't- uh, Which is what I didn't do, which was dumb yeah. of me. I probably should have done that instead of, I just had regular water in mine. So yeah, so that was, it was definitely a good time, a good time out at the Peachtree. Um, we had some news to drop today as well, Tommy, that Mo Farah is going to be running oh, the yeah. London Marathon. Mm-hmm. And he has not run, I think, a marathon since 2019. So he is going to be running the London Marathon this year. So that's exciting, something to see. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. And also, if you are a Boston Marathon, if you love to watch the Boston Marathon, ESPN has now picked up Patriots Day. So okay. I know sometimes I know sometimes people are it's kind of hard for depending upon what channels you have. Um, but ESPN is kind of a known channel that a lot of people have and that they're now going to be picking up Patriots Day. So I'm excited about that. So that'll be all in that will be in 2023, but just some stuff to look for. Well, that's cool. Which I mean, honestly, I wish somebody big like you know, ESPN would pick up all the world majors so to make it easier mm-hmm. to see it because it sometimes is. you're like you're searching just trying to find a channel that it's on and hey there's a lot of us out there that want to see the marathons you know so but anyway well that you know what I, i'm looking forward to mo i'm hoping you know i, I guess he's decided he's gonna lead the track alone he's gonna come yeah. on over yeah and do the marathon so we'll see how right. see what happens at london Yes, I look forward to seeing him. So we have an amazing guest coming up today. Um, As Tommy mentioned, Shannon Booker. We are excited to chat with him. An amazing guy, Lululemon ambassador. um, And he's also a lead for Movers and Pacers and also has Social Fitness Atlanta. So he has some great goodness that he's going to be talking about. And we get to know him a little bit better, which I'm excited about. So here he is. What's up, y'all? We are back and we have an amazing person on here to interview today. We have Shannon Booker. Listen, I have been connected with Shannon for a while, but listen, before we get into all of that, Shannon is an Delaware State alum, Lululemon ambassador. He is the head of head and lead of operations for Movers and Pacers. He is the founder of Social Fitness Atlanta and just doing a lot of amazing things in the Atlanta running community. What's up, Shannon? Welcome to our podcast. What's going on, on, everyone? How are you doing? We're glad you you made it, Shannon. Glad you made it. Yes. I know you you uh you had a run you had to do yesterday. I saw that. I was like, oh, that's why we had to do it on Wednesday. <laughs> oh, you're busy. Yeah, He's my running. Together Tuesday run with Lululemon, so. Yes. Yeah, you know, I, I thought about that when we were trying to schedule this for you. I was like, you know what? I'm pretty sure he's going to still run his Tuesday run with um, Lulu with Lululemon, um, even though it was after the Peachtree Road race. I figured you were still running. So we said, we're just going to figure it out. But we are glad that you are here. 
Um, most importantly, I am just so glad to hear so much more about you because you are doing amazing things here in the Atlanta running community. And we want to hear where did this all start? So we'll start with that. Like, who is Shannon? Where, do, when did you start running and what did that look like for you? Right. Awesome. So actually I've uh, been a runner all my life. I'm actually a sprinter. Okay. Uh, so I can see that. Yep. I, I'm, I'm a sprinter. <laughs> uh, ran in the pin relays all four years of high school. So I was a four by one, uh, 100, went to the high hurdles, 200. The high jump, those was all my uh, events in high school. It was in 2012 when I actually got into uh, distance running. Um, I was working um, in Fort Lauderdale and a colleague from another department was sponsoring a 5K. And he's like, hey, you should run the 5K. And I'm like, yeah, no, uh, I don't think I want to do that. I barely like running them out for like warm-ups when I'm, you know, working out. So yeah. she's like, no, it'll be fun. So I'm like, all right. So I did it. And I end up finishing like in the top tier of like finishers. So she's like, you've never done this before? I'm like, no. And, and this was miserable running this, these three miles. All right. <laughs> so she's like, well, you're good at it. So I'm like, all right, well, let me see if this is fluke. So I signed up for another 5K and did even better. So I'm like, okay, I'm sticking to this because- You on to something. I'm on to something. <laughs> um, so I, I kept going uh, from there um, and found like a joy in running uh, through that 5K. Uh, but it actually, it, it took a turn for a little bad with my running because unfortunately I had uh, went into a phase of, uh, where I faced some depression and anxiety that I was dealing with. Mm -hmm. And I found running as an outlet for me. However, mm -hmm. that running outlet became too much of a dependency. And what I mean by that, I was running, utilizing energy I really did not have. So it was causing mm -hmm. me, my conditions to be even worse. So with the headaches and getting sick all the time. So the doctor put it, uh, described it to me as, you're pretty much like a car running on fumes. Like you, you, you're only, you know, causing more damage to yourself and eventually you're going to break down. Um, so dealing with the depression and anxiety and things like that, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to feel this way anymore, you know? Um, so when, I start Before we go further, when did that take place? Like what year was that? But so my, or when did, what year did you kind of realize that that's how you were running or running on fumes? I, I would say around like, 2015 2016 maybe okay okay at that time where I was realizing like okay you're more or less just running on fumes now like it's not fun this is like you more your outlet to run away from things so you're mm. instead of dealing with everything this is me like running away in a sense mm -hmm. um, it was a lot so living in Fort Lauderdale I was working in higher education a field that I completely love but it was very time consuming you know, there was like no work-life balance. Mm -hmm. um, didn't really have much uh, friends or family down there. So there was really no outlet there. So I'm like, okay, this is, something has to give. Mm -hmm. um, so I was fortunate to get a position that led me to Atlanta. Uh, mm -hmm. So coming to Atlanta uh, was the beginning portion of my, my healing. So I was beginning my healing process, but coming to Atlanta in a, a new environment really helped me to um, really strengthen and be stronger in my healing process. I end up uh, meeting movers and paces. A friend of mine sent me uh, the MP Instagram saying like, hey, I think this might be something you'll like. So I'm like, oh, cool. So I opened up Instagram. I said, oh, these are the people I always see running over there by that bridge. Yeah, uh, Atlantic like, Spaces. <laughs> black people always run. So I'm like, oh, yeah. So joined movers and paces, really connected uh, with movers and paces family. And I always uh, tell people when I share my story of that, you know, joining movers and paces and getting acclimated with the run community here in Atlanta took me from running away from my problems to running through my problems. Mm. So I began to find a more healthier way to enjoy running for me. Uh, because before I, I know I was just running just because, you know, I didn't want to think about what I was dealing with. Yeah. So I was just running to get away, running to get away. 
But coming to Atlanta was such a blessing. And that's why when it comes to things with movers and paces, I tell people, I take it personal because that's family. Right. And for me, you know, movers and paces was a, a, a big uh, part of my healing when it came mm-hmm. to dealing with my depression, anxiety that uh, I was overcoming. So that's why I have such a deep love for movers and pacers and for the people in that organization, because it's like people who didn't even know were there for me when they didn't know they were being there for me. Just right. saying like, hey, how are you doing today? Mm-hmm. What's going on today? You know, let's go for a run and, and just really making those genuine connections uh, on purpose and not, you know, doing it, you know, for a reason, but just yeah. being naturally who they are. And that's why um, I really love, you know, moves and paces because of, you know, who we are as, as an organization and the people right. um, that's a part of the organization. That's good. Well, I would definitely say kudos to you. Um, I know that there's not a lot of men that will openly express that they have, um, I don't want to say, I don't like to use the word battle with, but gone through depression or dealing with anxiety or however you want to state it. I think that that is a huge kudos to you that you even acknowledge that or even verbally express that because I think there's so many, not only so many men out here that deal with it, but won't verbalize it. But there's also a lot of runners out here that are, that are probably doing what you were doing when you were living in Fort Lauderdale. Like there are so many runners out here that are using running as their outlet or using running as their therapy. And that's a whole nother conversation, but like using running as their therapy, but there's other things that they're kind of masking with the running and not saying that running is not healthy for you because it definitely is, but you still have to address the concerns and the problems that are there um, along with enjoying the adrenaline rush and all of that when it comes to running. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Shannon. And I guess another great thing that came out of, uh, you know, me coming to Atlanta and really properly healing uh going to therapy and i tell people therapy is dope go talk to somebody it is. Like, it i is. guess you know unfortunately in the black community and with men in general like we're being conditioned like you have to be tough you can't like no you can't like mm-hmm. like no like go to therapy get the help if you need to cry let it out it's okay you are mm-hmm. human and i guess it took me time like really learning that like you know what it's okay not to feel okay okay so yep. for me it, it was really good being able to do that and what I end up doing is I end up writing a blog. I actually shared my, my, my coming out of depression, but not necessarily coming out of depression, but really to letting the world know like, hey, while you've been seeing a smile on my face and positive energy inside, I was hurting, you know, mm-hmm. I was broken inside. So I got to share my story through a blog. But even before I shared my story with the blog, I actually uh, spoke with my parents and really let them know, you know, what was going on and what I was dealing with. And in true mom fashion, my mom said, I already knew. I was just waiting for you to get comfortable enough to come and talk to me. Oh, yeah. You know, moms be knowing. (laughs) So, you know, I had a great conversation with with my mom about everything I was dealing with and things that I was carrying from my childhood. Because Mm. that's another thing, folks. Like, there's childhood things that you go with. And it's okay. Face Mm -hmm. it. Deal with it. Have a conversation with your family or whoever you have to have, you know, those conversations with. So, you know, had a conversation with my mom. And that was such a great turning point in, you know, in my healing from that and once I put that my blog out there so many people start reaching out just like oh my gosh like you don't know how inspiring that is you know for you to share your story so openly with us because here people always see you always smiling always positive energy but yet you were really dealing with something mm-hmm. I tell share with people for me I'm a firm believer that um your true character comes out when you're at your lowest point yeah so yeah. for me while I was going I was at rock bottom at, at, at times where I was feeling but you know what I didn't want to let my situation to really define who I was as a person. Right. So while I was still hurting, you know, I was 
in a sense, putting that, that, that mask on every day, which wasn't healthy. But for me, it's just like, I still want to make sure I stay true to my character. So now um, when I find my days, you know, feeling down and out, I don't feel the need to want to put on that mask of like, everything's good. Like, no, I'm not fine today. And it's okay not to be fine today. Before I always just, all right, let me put on this mask of everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, no, some days I'm just not feeling it. Yeah. And that's a release in itself. It definitely is. Tommy, you were going to say something. No, I was just going to piggyback on what um, both you and uh, Shannon said was when you said, you know, uh, a lot of men won't express it. Shoot, a lot of men won't even go find out what's wrong. I mean, mm-hmm. period. They, there's something wrong, but they won't get the therapy. They won't go get the help. And so that's what I was just wanted to say. Like, it was great that you actually knew something was wrong and went and found the help that you needed. Um, and also that you're expressing it so that other people can learn like, hey, maybe I need to go get checked out. Maybe I need to go talk to somebody because I'm not feeling, you know, quite right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So Shannon, what did that look like for you as far as kind of running? It sounds like you were kind of running yourself to the ground is what yeah. some people may call it. Like, yeah. was that you running every day as well as working this job that was not an eight or nine hour a day job? And what did that look like for you? So for me, it was literally like, working around the clock and just okay. running to try to get away from things. You just mm-hmm. try not to think of things I was doing with, you know, personally. So just life. staying busy. busy just staying busy. busy. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was actually, when you, when I look back at it, it was like kind of scary that I was able to numb myself mm-hmm. and just go run. And that's when yeah. I think it really became unhealthy because here you are, this is like real physical, like pain that you're going through because I'm asthmatic at that. So mm-hmm. you know, being able to like numb the tightness in my chest that I know I'm feeling but I'm, you know, putting it out of my mind and running, knowing that I'm, you know, you know having these shortness of breath and things like that. Yeah. So that's why for me, it was like stuff like that. It was just like, you really need to figure something out because this is not healthy because you're going to be running and be laid out on, on, on somebody's road somewhere. Mm, yep. And it's just not even worth it. Right. It's yeah, not even exactly. worth it. Well, I am very happy that you found Atlanta or came to Atlanta and um, obviously found the connections of movers and pacers. It's so refreshing to hear um, people that are able to overcome things by way of running groups and running in general. Like it's, that's what community is about. And that's why Tommy and I do what we do. And we love this is because community is such a big thing. And like you said, they were there for you when they didn't even know that they probably needed to be there for you. Um, And just that accountability, asking how you're doing and just becoming family is the biggest thing. Um, So you went from probably towing the line, doing some 5Ks, kicking behind, having amazing times. When you came to Atlanta, do you remember your first race here? Yes, so my very first race was the uh, Children's Healthcare of Atlanta Superheroes 5K. Oh, okay. I don't think I ever ran that one. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And that's normally that first weekend in June. Mm. Yeah, so that, that was uh, my first uh, race I did. And then someone said, like, you should do the Peachtree Grove race. I'm like, what is that? They said, oh, it's a big thing on 4th of July. So I looked yeah. it up. I'm like, oh, it's sold out. So people saying, like, you can buy it, like, on, on Craigslist. And so I actually found a big old Craigslist. <laughs> 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 Listen, Wait a minute. Talk about Shannon. these what uh what year was that what year was that this was uh 2017 27 okay all right i got you nope people hey, still do I, that yeah hey i my first peace tree that's how i got my number two i <laughs> went on craigslist <laughs> it was like yo <laughs> no but dead behind like i think so i'll just say this i think this is the first year that there probably weren't a lot of sales on craigslist because you could still register at the expo yeah. like years yeah. in the past like literally you had to purchase 
in other ways or get someone else's bid, <laughs> run bandit, whatever, because they're either at that point was not a transfer system to transfer your bib or like it once you didn't make the lottery or and you didn't get in there or you want you weren't a member you couldn't get a bib so i mean you gotta get it how you live yeah so that was fun so i think i had the person i had a bib i was like, was like wave l or something like that okay and okay so i'm, I'm not like cool so I gotta run. i'm like okay yes if i do this race again i cannot be all the way back here yes, <laughs> like yes. dodging like people weaving and dodge i said oh no i can't do this yeah yeah you know, that was my, First that was your, so that was so, uh, was that your second race? I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that was my, my second race. So first race was the Chester Healthcare of Atlanta 5K, okay. and then my second race was uh, the Peachtree Road Race. Okay. So tell me this: coming from Fort Lauderdale, I, I know you didn't do a super lot of running, I guess, racing in Fort Lauderdale. Coming from Fort Lauderdale racing to Atlanta, what did you did you feel the difference? Oh yeah. So for me, running in like the humidity and the heat was nothing to me. Yeah. Was living in South Florida, that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also coming to Atlanta, it really opened my eyes to the running world and community. Like in South Florida, is not as a thing. Like you have your your ten Ks and your five Ks, and then your the few marathons and half marathons that they do. But it went to Atlanta where I really got exposed to like the true running community. Gotcha. So I got here, I'm like, oh, this is dope. <laughs> right. I, I got humbled real quick. When I did the, the public school, I said, I'm like, well, you know what? I'm feeling good. I've been running in, in Florida. What? You can't tell me nothing. Man, that, uh, that public school humbled me real quick and said, welcome to Atlanta, Shannon. Right. So it wasn't the heat and humidity because you were used to that. It was, it was more the, so, hills. the hills. Okay. It was the hills. Yes. Of, the hills of Georgia. <laughs> so I'm glad I'm good though. The weather's fine. Not even in Atlanta. Yeah. The, 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 the hills and everything, but yeah. That is so funny. So you busted yourself open with the Peachtree Road Rays. Do you remember you remember what time you finished up that first Peachtree? I I don't. I think it was kind of like uh like uh four, between 45 and 48 minutes. Is okay. Like, I was gonna uh -huh. say because I know sometimes like like you said, do dodging and weaving, trying yeah. to get through. I think it was like like closer towards uh 48 minutes was that one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got it. And then you're catching up with the front corrals and you know what I'm saying, all yeah. that stuff. <laughs> so the public school, what year was that? 2018. Okay. Okay. So you was like, was what did I get myself into? Was, was this like, your first full? That was my second at the time. Okay. That was my second full. Okay. Where'd yeah, you that's, do your first that's a rough one to do. That, I know it is. Yeah, so my first one was the uh, Miami full. Okay. Okay. Miami famous. Okay. Yeah, Miami famous. <laughs> but Miami from going Miami famous to Atlanta school is two different. Yeah. Like, like me, I was running totally like as if I was like, you know, on the flat roads in, in South right. Carolina. Yeah. Nah. Because yeah. nah. <laughs> at the time there was the the, uh, the old route where they went through the cater. So, yeah. Okay. So it was the old like, route. Whoa. Yeah. I was just about to say that was the old route. Yeah. Yeah, the old route yeah. that went through the cater. I'm like, sheesh. Okay. <laughs> So at what point do you feel like it clicked for you that you could do distance running? Like you, I know you went from, you know, being invited to do this 5K and you realized that you could do it, but was there something else that clicked for you that you said, okay, because 5K and 10K is totally different than doing a half and a full. Yeah. Like, was there something that clicked for you that said, okay, maybe I'll try like true distance running and do a half marathon or a marathon? Yeah, so actually so going back to, uh, to movers and paces, because before I was just, I would just go randomly 
run distance just mm-hmm. so when i start coming out to movers and pacers my first day was actually the distance crew so i got there i'm just sitting there like hey i'm here you know the moves and paces so that's right. like, you know six miles so i was doing that i'm like oh this is fun and i found that you know doing like the three mile runs wasn't really giving me the workout i was looking for because okay. to the point where i'm just sitting there like okay like i can run some more yeah so yeah start you were like hey I-, I need some more you know i'm barely breaking a sweat i, I really need to get a workout in so yeah you-, you need to put some miles on it yeah. I- i've been there yeah because so, like the-, the marathon and the half marathons i've done prior to come to land it was just more of just getting out there running, but being mm-hmm. consistent. And I found like it was more of a joy, you know, doing at least six mile runs, at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was really happy to learn that uh, Movers and Pacers added that distance option to their schedule, because I think that when I was running with them, it was there wasn't a distance option. And mm-hmm. I could tell that there were some people that were doing your half marathon or marathons that were that were itching to have like longer distance group runs. So I think that that was a great add um, to to the to the community. To yeah, because I, I tell people like before coming to Atlanta and even I'll say like my first like year mm-hmm. and I had the two years in Atlanta. I wasn't a disciplined runner. I was just running. Yes. I was just running, just to run. Just running. Wondering why my times aren't consistent in races and this and that. So I'm, I'm just out here just running. Like right. the speed pusher. Like I had one speed, stop and go. <laughs> <laughs> stop and go. So w- what hit you? What when did, okay, so did you get a coach? Did you just start talking to other runners? What what got you into that consistent training? So what got me to the consistent training is is the I guess that the, the thrill of wanting to, you know, get better times. Mm-hmm. So, you know, having conversations with, you know, people who I really see are like, oh, like, oh, they legit runners. You know, so having th- those intentional conversations. And before, uh, once I really got into distance running, anything like speed work and things like that, I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want to do that anymore. I just want to go mm-hmm. running distance. But not realizing that that speed work is what's going to really help you mm-hmm. get to where you want to be. So I started being more intentional and in incorporating speed work. Um, some track workouts, um, and doing actually slow runs and not having just that, that one stop and go speed. So really taking days where you're running at a slower pace to really work more, focus more on the endurance rather than just running to, to run. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'll say in, during the pandemic, the pandemic was like started me really hammering down on my training and, and becoming a better runner. And it showed because for me in, 2020, I did uh, a half marathon, public half marathon in 2020, right before the world ended. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Barely my, made uh, it. <laughs> my my, my uh, half marathon time was a 135. Mm-hmm. So with the pandemic happening, it allowed me to get more focused on my running and really uh, train harder and be focused. So I went from in a year from a 135 to a 121. Wow. Half marathon time. That's so awesome. seeing that, I'm just saying, I'm like, okay. I got it now, you know, really focusing on my, my training and, and being intentional and not just going out there just to run and put in miles. Right, definitely. Well, speaking of intentional, um, Shannon, you have obviously come to Atlanta. It is your thing. You are very connected and trying to continue or you are continuing to have community at the forefront of your mind. Um I believe it was, and you can please correct me if I'm wrong, when Ahmad Arbery situation took place, Social Fitness ATL was birthed. Is that correct? Or where well, did Social Fitness Atlanta birth? Yep. So Social Fitness Atlanta uh, was birthed uh, June uh, 7th, 2020. And it okay. came about, um, right, actually, it was the midst of that as well as with um, George Floyd, Brianna Taylor. Yep. 
a lot of things that was going on. So remember here in Atlanta, there was a lot of protests going on here in Atlanta and all across the country. So for me, I'm like, I want to do something, but I don't want to do what everyone else is doing. Mm-hmm. So I said, what can I do? I said, running. I said, I'm going to do something around running, whether you like a running protest. Um, so I was like, you know what, let's put together a run. Uh, and we did it uh, to equal out to the mind, uh, miles of the minutes that the officer's knee was on uh, George Floyd's neck. So I reached out to my buddy, Kenny. I was like, Kenny, I got an idea. And I really want you, you know, your, your help to come in and let's make this happen. So I told him my whole idea. He's like, let's do it. So we mm-hmm. uh, put together like a little quick flyer, posted it on social media. Um, and that morning you said, we all go meet at uh, Atlantic Station and run the route. So we got there um, and one of, the local, one of the local news stations was there. So I'm like, okay, this is cool. So we got, got that interview. So more people, people start showing up. So I'm thinking like, oh, other people must be coming out just running. So they're actually like, hey, is this a just an equality run? So I'm like, yeah. So they're like, okay, this is what we're here for. And then um, the managers from Target had pulled up. And they said, hey, we hear what you're doing. We'd like to donate some water and some granola bars. Would you be interested? So I'm like, sure. So when it was said and done, we attracted almost 200 people yeah. um, to that run. And the whole I was purpose- out there that day. It was thick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the whole purpose of, of run, my uh, idea behind the run was just to bring the running community out to have an intentional conversation around what was going on. So no, no matter what your view was in life, no matter which side of the aisle you're on, in this moment, we were all one people. We were runners in the Atlanta community. They allowed us the opportunity to have that intentional conversation around what was going on. And then my buddy, Eli, um, who's also in the running community, he runs with Black Men Run. Uh, he runs with Back on My Feet. He did mm-hmm. a dynamic speech. Oh my word. Like that yeah. speech today really had so many people motivated and eyes open um, where that whole day was just, amazing and after that a lot of people were saying like Shannon like you really had this following you just created the thing you should keep this going so mm-hmm. I'm like yeah but I don't want to just keep it going just to keep it going I want to make sure it's a purpose, purpose behind what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. so you know two weeks later was Juneteenth so I figured that would be a, a great time to really bring the community together to educate everyone exactly on what Juneteenth is and importance of this holiday so again with the same mindset uh bringing people together to have you know intentional conversation about the holiday, why we're celebrating it, and then, you know, celebrate too with the 5K. So that run brought out close, over, um, about 300 runners. So even more came out to this run than the previous run. So that was exciting. And it was just, you know, we launched, launched uh, from there. We did a um, school drive that September where we uh, collected enough school supplies and Target was a big help as well, where we were able to provide uh, school supplies for seven schools here in Atlanta, as well as providing individual stuff, uh, backpacks for students in need from pre-K all the way through high school. So that was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. par- some of my uh, partnerships included um, Front Runs uh, ATL. So we did a run called the Pride Stride, uh, mm-hmm. celebrating uh, National Coming Out Day. Uh, we also partnered with Front Row Yogi here in Atlanta. We did a event called the, the Flow and Go. So we you know, did a little... 5k run and then did some yoga and India was out there with us. She came out there and had a good time. <laughs> um, I actually had the opportunity to partner with Atlanta Run Club mm-hmm. as well. And I did an event called the um, Stop Asian Hate Run. Yep. So that was that was a, a nice partnership. And great thing with that event, we also had some sponsorship from Lululemon. So mm-hmm. what Lululemon did with that particular event was they uh was gonna it was providing money up to a certain amount. Uh, I believe I forgot what the exact amount was. But however many people walk based upon their miles was the money that uh, Lululemon will donate. So they end up donating to different um, 
causes uh, for the Asian community, which was amazing. The turnout was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many out news outlets, you know, picked up uh, this race and it was featured in different publications. Um, so that was amazing. It was just, for me, I tell people, it was just a passion of me of something I wanted to do. And when I came up with the idea, for me, I felt it would be tone deaf for me to go out there and plan it just as I did the Justice and Equality. So I reached out to James Rowe, who is the uh, founder of Atlanta Run Club. And I said, James, I have this idea similar to what I did, but I feel it would be tone deaf if I just do it. Would you be interested in partnering? Without a doubt, like immediately he's like, let's do it. And it was a huge success. Now my proudest uh, moment with uh, Social Fitness ATL and where I feel we've been making our biggest impact in the community is with uh, my shoe drive called The Soul Project. Mm-hmm. So in the first year, we hosted the Soul Project in 2020. Um, I raised, uh, well, I collected 180 shoes and raised $600. Um, with the shoes collected, what I did on Christmas Eve, I went to the um, Safe House Outreach Center in, uh, in downtown Atlanta and helped serve uh, the homeless and also gave uh, passed out shoes. The money that was raised, I went out and I purchased hats, gloves, socks and uh, hygiene kit items and on christmas morning i wrapped them up in like wrapping paper and i drove around the city and handed out the gifts to uh the homeless individuals nice fast forward now, will you be doing that again this yep, year i'll be doing it no? again so okay. fast i have a whole bag of shoes for you oh yes please <laughs> save them yep so fast forward to I this, have a past, whole bag. <laughs> uh, this past holiday season uh 2021 um did the event again this year uh i was able to collect 388 shoes uh, multiple hats, gloves, socks, hygiene kits. And uh, the first year I was only able to donate to two shelters where this year I was able to donate to eight shelters across the Cab, Fulton and Cobb County. Um, and again, um, when I did uh, Christmas Eve, went to um, Safe House, helped serve the homeless, passed out shoes and socks. Christmas morning, again, drove around the city with the friend of mine and we just uh, passed out you know, the gifts to those in, in need throughout the community. Um, so I'm definitely excited about the Soul Drive or the Soul, the, um, soul Project. And what's exciting is when people, you know, just like, like, like hey, I got some shoes for you where we're only in July, but people are thinking about the Soul Project. Mm-hmm. All right. So for me, um, when people come up to me and tell me like, hey, I'm saving my shoes, that makes me feel good because it's like they believe in my vision um, and what they want to do and excuse me, and what I want to do for the community. So that's always a, a good thing, being able to just give back. And for me, it's so rewarding when I'm passing out these shoes and just see the excitement on these mm-hmm. the, the ladies and, and the, the guys' faces. Like, I remember, you know, this one gentleman put it on, he walked around the whole room showing everybody. It was like, he was so proud. It felt good because here, that was a secondhand shoe from someone else, but for him, it meant the world to him. Right. Um, so for me, when it comes to like the, the Christmas holiday, how I enjoy spending the holiday is, you know, serving the community. So just as I've done the past two years, this coming Christmas, I will be, you know, at the shelter on Christmas Eve and on Christmas morning, driving around, you know, spending some time with the homeless, passing out gifts. Awesome. awesome. Wow. So do you find, do you, what is your vision for social fitness continuing to do in community outreach? Will you continue to do runs connected to kind of advocacy and injustice and kind of getting the word out there for those things? Or what is yeah. your view? So what I'm looking for going, going forward is more community-based with a hint of running. Um, okay. I don't want to get too much into running. I want to do things around the running uh, uh, community. A reason why I say that is because Atlanta is flooded with run crews and run things. Mm-hmm. And this and so my, my thing is partner with what's already out there and creating a movement and, and making an impact in the community. What I'm actually currently working on right now um, is 
getting into some local stores, um, the Soul Project getting into local stores where it's more than just a holiday thing, where there will be a box permanently set up in these stores and there'll be a quarterly pickup where I'm able to provide shoes all throughout the year and not just uh, during the holiday. So I'm actually in conversation um, with the store now uh, about getting into their store. So it'll be a permanent fixture. So when you go into that store, you'll see the Soul Project box in that store. So that's that's my big plan right now. So right now uh, we're doing the, the Soul Project. We host uh, the weekly run at Pond City Market Lululemon on Tuesdays at 6.30, which is the Better Together run. Um, and I call it the Better Together run because it's all about community inclusion. So coming out, having a good time, connecting and just running. So we, we Market Realist is a, a real relaxed run. You know, we just come listen to me. We have my music playing and we just do a nice run down the Beltline, through Piedmont Park or through John Lewis uh, Parkway Trail. Nice. And it's a way literally to just get people out. Because even mm -hmm. with Lululemon, Lululemon is big on inclusion, mm -hmm. um, community and inclusion. So this is what my run is really focused around. And so funny, when it came, when I was coming up with uh, the name, like the Better Together Run, I actually had one of my Lululemon shirts on. And then the mm -hmm. end scene, it had the word better written. Mm -hmm. I'm like, better, nice. better, better yeah. together. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so it, it, so my, the idea of my run with Lululemon came from me actually wearing a shirt and just looking at, just happened to just glance down the inseam and, and saw like the word better. Mm, so, you know, dope. it's exciting. And I, I let people know, this isn't one where you're gonna have a, this huge big crowd. What I like about it, it's a more of a nice intimate crowd where we just connect, have fun. And afterwards we go get something to eat afterwards. Like our, our, our spot mainly has been like, like sweet green. So we go get a nice little salad. Yeah. Spot, eat, talking and just go home and, and enjoy the rest of the, uh, the evening. That's what's up. Well, I listen, I am happy that you, I'm happy that you have come to Atlanta and spreading your wings and connecting and having all these ideas. Listen, yeah. I'm here for it. I'm really excited about it. Now you have mentioned Lululemon so many times. I know that I have as well. And obviously we all know um, that Lululemon is doing an amazing job with connecting community Um spreading their wings in the running front, like ensuring that they are getting a lot more visibility in the running community um, and also joining community and giving back to different communities as well. You are an ambassador for Lululemon. Tell us about that and kind of what, when did that happen and kind of how did you feel about becoming an ambassador? Yeah, so my whole connection with Lululemon was just one of the things that just, just like happened. Um, just for me, just being me. So a lot of times people say like, how did you get like all this, this stuff, like being on the news and being in different publications and blogs. And, just and, being you, Shannon. Just and being I, I, I tell people, I say, I'm literally, right. I'm, just, I'm not being intentional with anything. I post mm -hmm. things when I want to post and I just be me. I'm not, I don't have the schedule of when I want to post stuff or this and that. Except me just being me and people acknowledge it or they, they see it. So through that, uh, Lou Lemon, I first connected with them through Global Run Day last year. Uh, mm -hmm. with, with moves and pacers where they select some runners, they send some outfits and different things like that. So that was cool. Uh, I was connected with, with some of the local team here in uh, Atlanta. Then I got a, a call uh, mid-summer from one of the uh, corporate representatives here in Atlanta say like, hey, so Lululemon is doing this, uh, putting together a team of leaders all across the country for this race called the Hood Coast in uh, yeah. California. Would you be interested mm -hmm. in doing that? So I'm like, oh yeah, definitely. I want to do that. So ever I said yes, I, I looked it up to see exactly what did I just say yes to. You was like, oh shit. So, <laughs> I said yes to a 199 mile relay. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I, I end up, you know, 
getting that opportunity. So Lululemon flew me out to uh, Portland, Oregon, and I had the opportunity to connect with amazing runners from all across the country, uh, from Boston, Detroit, New York, all throughout Texas, all throughout California, Seattle. Um, and it was just an amazing experience where mm -hmm. we all flew in town as strangers. And by the end of that night, you would think Our we family. had known each other for years mm -hmm. because we got to talking and you're just like, oh, you know that person, you know that person, you know that person. So it, it was just such an amazing um, experience to um, have the opportunity to go uh, and, and connect with uh, so many uh, individuals. And actually, I actually got to run with um, some Olympians mm -hmm. um, while, they're, they're, while I was there. So that was a good time having like, you know, Olympians who are official Lululemon and uh, global ambassadors. So you're connecting mm -hmm. with Olympians and, uh, there's a lot of people who you see on a lot of the uh, Lululemon marketing who I'm now connected with. So when I see them, I call them like, hey, I just saw you on the commercial. I saw you. Right. So that was exciting. So returning back to Atlanta after that amazing experience um, and had a meeting with the local team and saying like, like, hey, you know, we want to put you, you know, in a pipeline to be an ambassador. So I'm like, dope. Like, that, that, that was <laughs> nice. And they, one thing they said to me is, don't worry about being no one else but yourself don't we not look for you to do anything different we selected you because of who you are so keep doing what you're doing don't feel the need that you have to do something else like so different keep doing what right you're doing um and then in november uh i was approached um for my run the tuesday run that lead it's like like hey even though you're in the pipeline we're you know looking to get the run club started back up at our Pond city market store area would you be interested in doing this i'm like sure so that's been a blast uh in hosting my run on tuesdays at 6 30 um at the Pond City Market location so that's exciting so while I do host my run at the Pond City Market location I am a Howe Mill ambassador so mm. I represent the Howe Mill store so shout out to team Howe Mill yes. um, <laughs> Pond City Market team but I definitely got to give love to my Howe Mill team because although I host a run at Pond City Market yes. I am an ambassador that represents the Howe Mill store so shout out awesome. to that team over there awesome well that's what's up Yes. So what do you love the most about Lululemon's brand? Like what speaks to you the most? So what speaks to me most about Lululemon's brand is the comfort yeah. in, in, in their clothing. And then something that people they laugh when I say this, Lululemon stuff don't stink. Like, yeah. okay. So when you, yeah. like sometimes when you, like naturally you, you perspire. You, you it don't know, hold the stench of your sweat. Yeah. So you, you're just sitting there like, oh wow, this. So for me, that's something that's a big draw. Like there's other brands where it's, good wear and it has I never thought about that but I think you're right though I yeah, like like, like whatever technology they using <laughs> really holds it where you, you don't smell it because naturally like like you know like look I've been grinding for like a good two hours out in this hot sun right so that's gonna be a little something right mm -hmm. so the, definitely the comfort and I love um the shorts that I prefer um are there uh shorts with the uh inseam where I can put my phone or gel packs mm -hmm. in, in my shorts so I love those shorts. One, because most time I don't run with a phone anyway. I'm most time, if I'm running, I'm running with my watch. But in the event that I do have to run for my phone, I have an easy uh, side. But most time I use that for my uh, race gels. Mm -hmm. And then they have like um, the keys. Now, Lululemon is very good with pockets and pockets that don't really take away from the look of Yes, the they're like, they have hidden pockets. You'd be like, where did this pocket come right. from? So there's nice <laughs> hidden pockets that don't take away from mm -hmm. the style. The sleek look, yeah. The sleek look. So I, I love Lululemon uh, clothes. So like when it comes to like all their run stuff, I'm always, every Tuesday I'm going in there just, you know, like, all right, what I want to get now. 
I know you just Especially made me so go get that. I'm gonna go uh, get that hat you just told me about the oh, other day. Oh, well, that hat was fire, yeah. That's on my list. Yeah, so Rex just gave me a gift card, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> I was like, Shannon just told me about a hat this weekend, so I think I'm gonna grab that and one other item. Thank right, you. Right, so anyone that follows me on social media knows that I am a hat person when it comes to runs. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so Lululemon is is definitely quality clothing. I'm not saying just because I'm an ambassador. I'm saying because I truly believe in their brand. But even more believing in their brand and what they make, what they're doing for the community mm-hmm. is so impactful um, that I'm like, yes, like, I'm so happy to be a part of this. I'm so blessed that they saw enough of me to say, like, hey, we want to bring you and we want you to be a part of this. Um, a lot of times you see brands do things just for the month or just for a, turn, a time. Where mm-hmm. Lululemon is about what they say. They're not just talking. They are actually living it each and every day um and, and that's what I, I really appreciate um about lululemon and why i have no problem going into stores because lululemon you're gonna pay a couple dollars right mm-hmm. but them dollars that you're paying is quality comfortable clothing that's going to last a long time so definitely. lululemon is definitely a brand that you will want to wear because not only does it look good you'll feel good and it performs well Definitely. And we want to say thank you so much to Lululemon for sponsoring this episode. We greatly appreciate it. Um, And we, of course, if you all have been following either Shannon or the Run Duo, you all know that Lululemon is having their 10K that is taking place on October 22nd here in Atlanta. And of course, we just did an amazing interview with Shannon. And Shannon is one of the pacers Mm. for the 10K. So we are really excited to get a little background about Shannon and all of it. Like, what does it entail? So if you end up at the starting line and Shannon is in your pace group for that Lululemon 10K, you you have some talking points that you can do while y'all crush (laughs) 6.2 miles. We're (laughs) definitely going to have a good time running that 10K. And actually the week before that 10K, I'll be in Detroit running the Detroit uh, Free Press full marathon. Yes. So that's going to be fun. And definitely I got a shout out because I'd be remiss if I didn't shout out Black Men Run. So I'm an active member with Black Men Run. So I run with Black Men Run on Monday evening. So shout out to Black Men Run. Because when I'm in Detroit, I'll actually be there with Black Men Run because it'll be our national meetup. So I'll be excited to know brothers from chapters from all across the the country. So shout out to all my brothers in in Black Men Run out there. Keep doing your thing. And shout out to my brothers who are also Lululemon ambassadors across the, the country that's listening as well. Awesome. Good. Hey, Shannon, have they told you what, what, how fat, what your pace is going to be yet? Do y'all know? No. So we have requested that they sent us um, a list to request like your preferred pace. So when I was filling it out, I wasn't thinking that Shannon, the week before you'll be running a marathon. (laughs) So I have requested to be uh, a pace a little, I don't want to say slower, but a pace that I don't normally run because I don't want to offend anyone. A pace that I don't normally run. Uh, because I, I know my legs is not going to be able to accommodate. Yeah, they're going to be a little tired. They're going to be yeah, a little, be a little bit tired. tired. Yeah, so yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to be back with, with the party pace, folks. So we're going to be having a good time uh, running and, and, you know, exploring Atlanta with, with this beautiful, like the route is, is going to be a beautiful route. So I'm, I'm excited for it. The route is amazing. The location is amazing. It's just going to be a great time. And then I already know some friends. So I have a friend from who I met in uh, when I did the Hood the Coast. So one of my friends from San Diego and from Seattle is coming in town mm-hmm. for uh, Atlanta 10K. So I'm going to be excited to see them be like a big reunion. Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the weekend. I know I just, I'm just ready for it. It's on my calendar. I'm like, y'all don't ask me to do nothing else for that weekend. 
it is on lock. So it's gonna be turned up. And I, I tell people, you know, me hosting some things. I said because if anyone was at the Global Run Day, you know, you give me the mic, oh, we're gonna have a good time. We're gonna mm-hmm. be dancing. I'm shouting everybody out. So I'm definitely looking forward to the, the good time with the the Lululemon 10K. And shout out to you know Marvin and and Jared and and Krista. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's planning and really making some big things about to happen. Nice. Yes. Nice, nice. Well, thank you so much, Shannon, for coming on. Listen, I am glad to hear so much about the things that you are doing and where all of this came from. Um, It's definitely refreshing to hear your story and to learn. And I just look forward to seeing all of the things that you are putting your hands on and continuing to grow and develop and continue to make Atlanta better than what it is. Yep. Atlanta, you gotta love Atlanta. And yes. anyone, you can always uh, follow me on Instagram at book1914. You can also follow me at social fitness ATL, as well as my run family movers and pacers at movers and pacers. So um, thank there you, you run duo for, you know, giving me this, this time. I'm, I'm honored to have had the opportunity to be on this podcast. It was a great conversation. Um, everyone, I hope you come out to um, the Lululemon 10K. And if you're unable to make that, hope you come join me for a run of social fitness or with movers and cases. We are a welcoming community. We're family. So come run with us. Yes, definitely, definitely. And for those that if you're not in Atlanta, because we do have people listening from all over, the Lululemon 10K will also be taking place in Houston, Texas. Um, And that's on November 13th. So if you're not in Atlanta, you can definitely hit up the Houston race as well. So, well, thank you so much, Shannon. I'm sure we'll be seeing you very, very soon. Um, And congratulations on an amazing finish for the Petrie Road Race this week. You did an amazing job, even though it was super hot and humid. Crazy hot. Um, You still crushed that race as well. So congratulations to you on that as well. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. And we'll be talking to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Have a good one, man. Okay. Shannon, thank you so much, sir, for for the conversation. Yes. Great conversation. I mean, it, it's so funny when you kind of, you think you know someone because you see them all the time, you chat with mm-hmm. them all the time, but then just to get to know their story just makes it all make sense. So, so good yes. to get to know you more, Shannon. And I am so excited and I can't wait to see all the things that he's going to be doing in the Atlanta community. And I'm looking forward to his, to hearing about his pace group as well for the Lululemon 10K. <laughs> it sounds like the pace groups at the Lululemon 10K are going to be parties on the page yes, because we've talked to quite are. a few of them. And it sounds like it's going to be a real good time if you're going to be running with one of the pace groups. Yes, for sure. And y'all be looking out because we are going to be interviewing some other pacers that will be um, doing some pacing for the Lululemon 10K. So look forward to that. Yes, for sure. So India, if they want to hit you up because they run in New York City and they need your input (laughs) on their training, how would they do that? Well, if it's training related, hit me up at my website at milesfromindia.com. Um, and if you are just wanting to chat, if you want to do a little meetup or something, you can hit me up at I of Indigo Runs on Instagram. And you can hit me at Thomas W. Mitchell, the number two, at gmail.com or tmitch68 at Instagram. All, All right, right, y'all. Oh, yeah. And then um, what's the Strava? Yeah, Strava too. Yeah. Check me out on Strava so you can tell me that I have been training and going crazy at New York. So, um, <laughs> anyway, so. It's been a great two weeks. We've got another great two weeks coming up, and we'll reach out and see you guys then. Bye, y'all.